This is the Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors, where you'll hear about many aspects of law in England and Wales with special guests, industry experts, and local charities. Here's your host, Amanda Jones. Hello, and welcome to the Legal Lounge, where we now release new episodes every Monday. If you haven't heard previous shows, there's plenty of content for you. If you're going through a divorce, want to know more about claiming for injuries, or you're training to be a lawyer, you can listen to these shows on your favourite podcast app and get more information by visiting lblaw.co.uk forward slash podcast. In this episode, Trudy Smith from the Lanyon Bowder team chats with Paula Poole from Shropshire ME. ME is an autoimmune condition and is also known as chronic fatigue syndrome. It's a life-challenging condition anyone of any age can get after a viral infection. Shropshire ME are a charity providing support to those affected by ME and long COVID and those who have to care for them. The charity circulates regular newsletters, offers a monthly peer support group, has a private Facebook page and provides up-to-date information on ME research. Welcome Paula. Perhaps you could tell us a little bit more about ME and what the people who have it suffer from? Yes, I will, Trudy. That's um, a subject that's also close to my heart. ME has a, a very long and complicated name. It's myalgic encephalomyelitis. But I'm sure that most people know it as chronic fatigue syndrome. One of the main symptoms is absolute fatigue, both physical and mental. But one of the problems for people who do suffer, and also their carers who we also help, is that it's sort of invisible to other people. Because when they meet you perhaps in town for a cup of coffee, they can't see what's wrong. But they have no idea that when you go home, simply going out for a trip into town might leave you unable to get out of bed for two days. And in the worst cases, after many years of suffering, people can become bedbound. So the chronic fatigue is certainly a big part of the condition. But recent research has found that the disease is an immune-related condition. So it can affect all sorts of issues for people, and they vary tremendously. It usually arises when someone's had a virus, and when the virus clears, they're left with ME. And this is very similar people who suffer with long COVID. So we now help not only people and their carers with ME, but also people with long COVID. If I can tell you briefly a very sad case that I heard of recently, a lady who was 91 years of age telephoned me, desperately upset, because for 40 years she'd been looking after her daughter, who is now aged 61. And the condition wasn't diagnosed early because it often wasn't acknowledged, even by the medics. Now that lady, 40 years on, is bedridden, and her 90-year-old mum is her only support and carer. And that's where we like to come in and help people through that feeling of isolation and loneliness, which can spiral into depression. So mostly what we do, and you will know this, Trudy, to some extent, we have a newsletter which tells people about some of the lifestyle changes they might want to make that will help them have a coping strategy for what's happening in what is a life-changing and lifelong condition. We also have all the social media that people now like to contact each other on. A big focus of our work is that every month we have a very skilled and lovely lady who facilitates what we like to call peer support groups. It's like a friendship group 
where people can meet face to face, but in the winter sometimes it's Zoom, as people aren't well enough to leave their homes, where they can exchange ideas, point people in the right direction for help, and Donna, our facilitator, will actually take scientific papers, put them into language that we can all understand, and people gain a lot of help from that in a very safe space. And these happen every month, usually about 10 people in each group. And that's one of the most beneficial aspects of our work. So what are your plans going forward? Have you any other ideas that you can do to assist people? Yes, we have got some rather ambitious ideas for next year. And with the help of Lanyon Bowdler, we hope to be able to contact every GP surgery in Shropshire and ask the GPs that should they get a diagnosis for a patient of ME or long COVID, that they routinely refer them to our charity. Because once diagnosed, there is no cure and the medications that are prescribed may help to alleviate the symptoms, but they don't work for everyone. And there is a big issue with people feeling if they go back to the doctor time and time again, they may just be told, well, this is ME, you just have to go and put up with this because there's not much else we can do. And while that might be true, we want to give people help to cope. And so, first of all, we're going to contact all GP surgeries and ask them to come on board with us. And secondly, we want to contact all the schools because people don't understand that ME can affect people of all ages. And if a child or young person is diagnosed quickly, then their outcomes are generally much better and they can reach their full potential. They don't lose as much time from school. They can go to university and fulfill all their ambitions. So our focus next year will be GPs, young people, and also to create a more diverse ethnicity group within our charity. And that's our mission. And our normal operating costs won't allow us to do that. So with the help of Lanyon Boulder, we hope to raise perhaps another £5,000 next year so that we can start this project, which will run over three years. And we feel that's possibly the most important thing we can do for people in the next few years. When I first started feeling the symptoms of ME, I went to my GP and they were quite dismissive of how I was feeling. And it actually took me four years to get a diagnosis. I felt very isolated and alone because I couldn't explain to my friends why I could no longer go out and socialise with them. And yet I didn't have a medical diagnosis to actually give to them. Had this been available to me at the time, that I could have spoken to other people and been referred to a group that would have given me the support that I needed, I feel it would have been very beneficial. And if this is something that can be organised by the ME group, then I think it would be a really good idea. You are doing tremendously well to be able to hold down a full-time job. I wonder if you could tell me what it's like living with ME and working full-time and how you do manage all of that. It's very difficult Um, I have good days and I have bad days. There are many mornings where I wake up in the morning and I don't actually know how I'm going to get out of bed that day. But you just have to take it every step. You think, right, get ready. That's my first step. I actually walk to work. So I know it's very important with ME to have some exercise if you're able to do so. So that's my exercise for the day is walking to work. I do my best, obviously, at work every day. I'm very lucky that I have a very supportive husband. So if I've had a very busy day at the office 
or that I'm actually feeling very bad that day I can go home and he does all the cooking and the cleaning and there is no way I could work full time if I didn't have that support network behind me but obviously financially I don't have the option to do anything else and I also think it's very important for me personally and I know this is not the same for a lot of people who suffer from ME that I don't give in to it I will do everything I can and cut back where I can on my energy there's a very good phrase that I've heard about spoons and I don't know whether this is something you've come across with other people with ME that it's called how many spoons you have of energy units so I know that if I go out in an evening with friends I've used up my spoons maybe for the next couple of days so I will have to tell what I'm doing because I've used up that energy bank that I've got and I know if I've had a very busy week at work that will put me in bed for Saturday and Sunday so I'll have to cancel all my plans so I've actually got the energy to go back to work the following week. That's a really really intelligent and useful bit of information to pass on to people Trudy because I think many many people out there will be feeling just like you and trying to do that and to have that mental picture of spoons is helpful and people feel terribly guilty when they when they cancel social engagements and I think if they have that sort of image in their mind it's going to be really helpful so thank you for that. Living with ME is one way I describe it is somebody's turned the gravity up on the planet to maximum so you are physically drained all the time people experience it different ways but for me I'm conscious of my body at all times. I just want to lie down somewhere, but I have to mentally keep myself upright and moving and doing things. And it varies. Some days I can feel better, and other days it's a lot harder to have that willpower to keep doing things. And there's not always a trigger. You know if you've done too much, you know you're gonna suffer for it. But sometimes it can just happen. Stress is a thing that can cause it a lot of the time. So. I know people who have ME who have financial difficulties because they can't work full-time. That stress of that can exacerbate the symptoms as well. With the tiredness, it's not just, oh, I'm a bit tired, I didn't sleep well. It's also, I can be sitting downstairs and know I've got something upstairs I need, but I don't have the energy (laughs) to go upstairs and get it. So I will actually oh, I won't need that, I don't need to do that. And I'll also, if I know I've got to go downstairs at the, you know, in the mornings when I get ready, I will make sure I've got everything because the worst thing I can do is go up and downstairs several times to get things. I will generally try and collect everything up and go down so I haven't got to do that extra journey. Whereas other people don't have to think about it. Oh, I've left my cardigan upstairs. I'll just run up, nip upstairs and get it. I'm thinking, I don't need it today. I'll leave it upstairs. Can I ask you, Trudy, because I know that some of the people in who do get in touch with us have got pain. They suffer pain. And I know one of the medications is directed at that. That's joint pain, muscle pain, sometimes nausea. The fatigue is the thing that is very crippling, but it doesn't come alone. Often there are other symptoms. Have you experienced other symptoms that will help people to think about whether they might have this? I do have a lot of pain. I also have fibromyalgia, so it's not easy for me to tell. And the diagnosis came fairly close, so I'm not quite sure how to separate them. But I do get pain, and generally the more tired I get, the more the pain goes up. Mm, And brain fog. Brain fog, definitely. There are some days where... The only way I can describe it is if you've ever been drunk and you can't link things together and you do things and you know what you're doing is stupid but you cannot 
get your brain to actually function. Um, one morning, actually last week, I was making a cup of coffee in the morning and I got the milk out to put in the coffee and I was trying to put the lid of the milk bottle on top of the coffee jar even though the coffee jar is a lot bigger because my brain was telling me lid goes on the jar that was what my brain was functioning not actually that it's the lid that belongs to the milk bottle it's that sort of thing so also working with that can be quite difficult so you've got to be very careful when you do anything if you're having one of those days to take it slowly methodically so that you know you don't make mistakes obviously something else that doesn't often get mentioned is I also suffer from a sore throat which is one of the signs of ME so I nearly always have a sore throat which comes and goes which is not the most pleasant thing Mm. to have yeah that isn't that unusual but I think because sore throats come with all sorts of conditions people don't always associate it but it is a known symptom of ME and one of the other things is that ME can cause insomnia which is the one thing that you actually need. Although you don't get restorative sleep, so you can you wake up in the morning and you don't always know whether you've just woken, you've just gone to bed or you've actually had 10 hours sleep. Um, the You know when you haven't had sleep. So many nights I've been awake all night because I cannot go to sleep and it is part of the condition and then you've got to go and do a full day's work on top of that having had no sleep at all Mm. and all you want to do is go back to bed (laughs) because it's always the way when you know you've got to go you want to go to sleep so I think there's a lot of things people just think chronic fatigue and memory is just you're very very tired and that's what stops you doing things but there's a whole raft of other conditions that come along with it that affect how you do things so even if you're having a good day where your energy levels are up, you may have brain fog and you might have a sore throat and you might have joint pain. And that's one thing I would say with ME as well is that I do try to do as much as I can. I still have a good social life. I have lots of hobbies. But everything I do has that tinge in the background. I don't fully enjoy everything when I'm out doing something and I'm out with friends having a coffee, I'm enjoying being with them, but in the back of my head is, oh, I could just lie down on, on the floor now and just go to sleep or just not move. It's not always sleep, it's you just don't want to physically have to hold yourself up and not move yeah. again. So if there are people out there listening to us today and they think, well, that sounds a bit like me, what I would like to say to them is, please don't be embarrassed to either go to your doctor and explain those symptoms and be determined and also get in touch with the Shropshire ME group because the options are you can become a member and you can access not only our newsletter which gives wonderful advice from people who really know what they're talking about or you could join a peer support group or you can just have a chat on Facebook but if you're not sure because you haven't had a diagnosis then you can always contact the Shropshire ME group and talk through what you're experiencing and what you're feeling. And you can get access to our website where you can think, I have a better understanding now. I know how to deal with this and I know where to go to for help. Please ask for help, medical help and help from ourselves. We will be there to support people in every way that we can. If I had known about the group when I was first diagnosed, I think it would have made an awful lot of difference to me. I would have felt so isolated um, because people who don't have ME don't really understand 
how you are feeling and to be able to speak to other people who are in the same situation as yourself and can give you guidance on what they've tried and what works for them or doesn't work for them is incredibly beneficial. Quite often people aren't able to work full time and money is tight. If people want to join then there is a £10 subscription and that's for all our full services annually for a year whether or not you need all the services or you just want to have a chat online perhaps someone could give it to you as a Christmas present perhaps someone could do it as a birthday present see how you get on with it but without any cost to you at all if you just want information please go on the website that's what I would say to people listening and we'll do our very best to help Thanks to Trudy and to our special guest Paula If you have a legal issue you'd like me to put to our team to cover in an upcoming episode, please let me know by visiting lblaw.co.uk forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening. If you found the conversation useful, please remember to follow or subscribe on your app so you're notified of new releases when they come out every Monday. Speak to you next week. That was The Legal Lounge from Lanyon Bowdler Solicitors. Visit lblaw.co.uk slash podcast for helpful resources and please do follow or subscribe on your podcast app so you never miss an episode.